0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. U.S. stocks are down the most in a month among tepid consumer spending data. Wall Street is joining markets around the world as oils plunge into a bear market and struggles at European lenders add to growth concerns. Retailers are leading the declines after data show consumers tapped into savings to increase their spending last month. Oil has erased a gain, deepening a bear market. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is down 123 points, two-thirds of a percent, trading at 18,281. S&P 500 down 18 points, eight-tenths of a percent at 2,153. The Nasdaq is down 55 points, a loss of 1.1 percent, trading at 51.28. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down 74 cents a barrel, 1.8% to 39.31. Spot Gold up $12.70 a ounce to 13.72.30. And that 10-year Treasury down 4.30 seconds with a yield of 1.5351. That's a Bloomberg Market Minute.
0: You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Can the U.S. consumer keep driving U.S. economy forward? It's just one of the questions we ask today as we say that most of the big U.S. automakers reported light vehicle sales last month that trailed analyst estimates in July. It reinforced concerns the market for cars may have peaked with last year's record deliveries. So, do the auto makers, the auto sellers, have to offer bigger and deeper incentives. Joining us now is Jessica Caldwell, Executive Director of Industry Analysis for Edmunds.com. And she's joining us from Santa Monica, California. Jessica, welcome back to the show. Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. First of all, characterize, uh, the, the trend we saw last month in terms of the sales, a little bit weaker, but you know, compared to where we were a couple of years ago, the levels still look pretty decent.
3: Yeah, I mean, okay, so straight off the press, it looks like the latest calculation is going to show an increase from last July, not only in total volume, but also in SAR. So considering how strong last July was, I think this is good news. I mean, we heard some kind of negative news this morning from GM and Ford, those, you know, big automakers, but a lot of the smaller automakers did well. And those That's kind of being lost in the story. Some of the luxury brands, Subaru, Volkswagen, actually did better than we thought they would. Um, so kind of a mixed bag, I would say, for auto sales, but perhaps a little bit better than some of the
0: headlines out there are suggesting. Jessica, I'm wondering if you could comment about automobile loans because uh, four of the largest auto lenders, uh, Ally Financial, Wells Fargo, JP Morgan Chase and Capital One Financial on their uh quarter, on their second quarter conference calls, they said that the used that the price of used automobiles uh, mm-hmm. are at risk of falling and uh, if used car prices fall the amount of the unpaid balance that the lenders can recoup is also uh, at risk of declining.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for used autos, I mean, I think they're probably talking a little bit about some of the glut of lease returns. I mean, we see a big concentration in newer used vehicles. That means they're more expensive. They're kind of harder to find homes, usually cheaper, uh, used cars, which are older, sell quicker. So I think there is some trepidation about how high, how, how high the leasing has got because all those cars eventually end up on the used car market. So a lot of concerns in that area right now.
2: So the auto sales actually, if you look at across the board, are coming in, um, as you say, if they're stronger than last July, that, that's pretty dang good. So uh, is this mm-hmm. just a problem for GM and Ford? And if so, what is their problem?
3: Well, I mean, I think that uh, if you look at GM sales, retail, they did actually p- quite well. They were up about 5%, I think they had said. Uh, they continue to reduce the number of uh daily rentals, which is a less profitable business. I mean, so right now, I think, you know, they're riding high on, on they're selling large trucks, the Silverados, the Tahos. Those are more pro- profitable vehicles. And when you're selling more profitable vehicles, it's, it's not always just a volume game. you are not just trying to chase the volume. I think for Ford, uh cars have been kind of an issue for them. they you know, they, they came out with a lot of cars, everything from the Fiesta to the Taurus. They put a lot of money in that. Cars are not selling. People are buying pickups and SUVs right now. So that kind of plagues Ford because their truck is doing, you know, fairly well. Their vans, actually all vans are doing, are doing really good. But I think that's, you know, kind of where Ford's having an issue at this point. Uh,
0: Jessica, I want to follow up on something that you just said about leases because I understand that, uh, the a number of automobiles that are expected to come off lease this year, uh, it'd be 800,000 more than they were Mm -hmm. last year, right? That's the Mm -hmm. biggest jump in 15 years. Are automobile companies making enough money on the automobiles they sell?
3: Uh-huh. Um, you know it's gonna be tough I think for these lease returns. And right now what they're trying to do is figure out a way to keep leasing going because consumers like leasing, especially millennials. Millennials lease more than any other age group, um, and that's the upcoming market. So I think by trying to do things like lower lease allotment miles, um do use leasing, that's gonna become a thing pretty soon. Try to really equip these cars with the best features so when three car when they come back off of lease they're not gonna be, you know, out of date and people don't want them. So automakers are trying to move these levers to help residual values, which in turn are going to help keep the low monthly p- lease payments low and make these cars attractive when they come off of lease and, and you know, don't just ruin the entire used car market.
2: You know our uh, our auto team out in Southfield, Michigan, Detroit, Motor City, uh, note in their story today that affordability has become the biggest impediment to buying a new car. According to a survey by Auto Trader, with the average mm-hmm. new vehicle price up two and a half percent over last year to thirty four thousand dollars and change. Does this put all the more pressure then on the automakers to make again to 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 step up the incentives again to give people a price discount that way? Uh it certainly
3: does that people are choosing to buy vehicles that have more technology in them, more equipment, more content uh people are choosing to buy larger vehicles um, and that 's kind of reason why i don 't think auto sales necessarily a peak just because transaction prices are higher people are wanting larger cars and when you kind of hit a peak you see people kind of go more downstream so i think there is pressure on incentives but if you're making more money selling larger trucks and suvs there's more profit margin so then you can offer more incentives and also leasing is another way you can get the prices to be a bit lower for people to make them affordable but people right now they're they want expensive cars, and that's the interesting thing that's happening.
0: Uh, Jessica, just quickly, uh, by the end of the year, are we going to be at that 17, million run rate for vehicles sales?
3: I mean, it looks like it. The second half is usually big for automakers right now. I mean, you have the end of summer sales, you have Labor Day, and then you have the big Black Friday end of the year, which never was as big as it is has been the past few years. So the second half is generally stronger than the first. So we could, you know, what, what July sales look like beyond record pace.
0: Thanks very much for spending time with us. Jessica Caldwell is Executive Director of Industry Analysis for Edmunds.com. Joining us from Santa Monica, California, taking a look at the U.S. auto industry on a day when Ford GM post declines in sales for the month of July and Fiat Chrysler posts a small increase. This is Bloomberg.
2: You may know him as Kylo Ren in Star Wars. The Force Awakens or Adam Sackler in HBO's Girls. Adam Driver coming up to talk about his life as Marine and his new foundation. This is Bloomberg.